0: Like a god walking amongst mere mortals, he had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Um, can you repeat the part of this stuff where you said all about the uh, things? I know guys on crack that makes more sense than you. Finally, some honesty. How did this happen? How did it become? To, how did it come to this? The fourth show of The Disorderly Show. Holy shit, a full month? That's like... Like in podcasting terms, I'm like a seasoned vet, right? I don't know. I honestly haven't found a podcast that I like listening to. Maybe because I'm doing other things, or maybe I'm just so full of myself that I'm like, new. No, I'm better, I'm stronger, and... Dadgummit, I'm a real person. I don't know how that SNL skit went, or if I was conjuring Kanye. No idea, but this is the disorderly show you are with, face for radio. And I'm sad to say, the streak of having Sage in studio with me has been broken. See what happened when you guys don't uh, help finance the show? certain people... Have to do other things to make in thing. Wow. I was getting so frustrated. Uh, I lost my train. No, not lose my train of thought. I lost the train of my tongue. Since you guys have not been supporting the show, Sage has had to do other things to help make ends meet. Now myself, well, I'm... Now, I wouldn't want you to support the show too. What the fuck am I talking about? I want to do this every fucking day. Why? Well, I think there just needs to be another voice out there. No, okay, no. Um, I joke around a lot. You'll learn that if it's the first time listening to the show. I do joke around a lot, just for giggles, just for fun. Be like, "What the hell did he say?" Um, but in all seriousness, and I do when I do say that, it is not as do they say hyperbole hyperbole I feel it's a multi word basically saying I don't use this lightly when I say I'm serious about something then there's all there's no jokes aside is that right no all joking aside yes give me some time I'll figure it out when I say I'm serious about something you can take that to the bank you can be okay yeah that's his position that's what he thinks he's not joking he's not being uh he's not trying to play as a fun thing right here to get a, like, Oh my God. He said what, you know, cause if you have me on in the background, I don't want to be just in the background. I want you to hear. I want you to hear what I say, which is why I don't record this. I don't video record this stuff. Hello. Uh, mainly. And also because my face is it's, it's better behind a mic and behind a photo and just behind stuff. I'm the wizard of oz. Now I don't want to be associated with that guy. Uh yeah, it kind of sucks when <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so the disorderly show does have some sort of a structure. Don't think I'm this is all just off the top of my head. But certain things will happen, certain things will come up and I'll just run with it. Speaking of with the wizard of oz, don't it sucks when Actors. Are we supposed to call them all actors now? I, I haven't looked that up. Uh, I think so. I think that seems right. Anywho, when they do something terrible in the real life, and now certain characters or certain movies you can't watch anymore because you get reminded of the horrible thing that they did, and you're like, fuck, that was a good movie. I enjoyed the story, but I can't remove the, I can't suspend my disbelief because I'm being reminded what that fucker did. And why is that person still allowed to walk around? How come they only got, you know, they got this massive bail set, but no, they were able to meet it. Why? Because they're getting 20 fucking million dollars a movie or 40 million, whoever. I don't know. It's, it's a massive amount to where no matter how much a fine is, it's like, why even impose the fine? Honestly? They're they have millions in the bank, unless it's, you know, you're, you're dealing with people who aren't good with money and they just blow through millions of dollars continuously to the point where it's like, damn, that type of fine, even though it's just a few thousand or tens of thousands of dollars, we would think like, dude's got, he got like a $20 million signing bonus, but we don't know that he already blew through it within the first two years Of him being in the league. What league? I'll leave it up to you to figure that out. I'm not referencing anybody in particular. Uh, But (laughs) let me finish the intro. Yeah. This is the disorderly show where it's a structured chaos, so to say. I do have some bullet points of things to talk about, so I'm not just sitting here going, uh, what else? is going on there is some sort of order to this but i have it to where i make sure that if something catches my fancy like squirrel then i run with it i don't sit there and be like well okay well no we can't we can't go with this we can't do this so i have way too much news way too many things to talk about which is good because i'd rather have that problem instead of trying to figure out what to say to you Maybe when I set up the Patreon, which one of these days I will, uh, what is it? After three months, you, you, if you do something continuously for three months, you, that becomes, you're able to do that without really thinking. No, is that basically developing a new habit? It takes about 90 days. You have to do it continuously before it becomes a routine that you feel comfortable doing. Maybe I'll wait 90 days. I don't know. Can you all wait that long or are you just holding on to so much money right now? You're like, I need to hear you every single day face. I need you Sundays are my, or late Saturday, maybe sometimes Saturday, sometimes Sunday. Hell, I got to do all this by myself. So until I'm able to hire somebody to do it, I don't know if I would want them to be hired though. Wait, no, (laughs) no, I don't want somebody working for free. No, I meant, uh, what I was, yeah, see, sometimes my mouth runs faster than my thoughts because my thought will come in with a rough draft and then my mouth would be like, cool, we're running with that hot off the press. I'm like, no, 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 back the fuck up. We need to restructure that a bit. Uh, I don't know if I would want somebody to do the editing and stuff. I don't know. Maybe if they got the right vibe. Ah, that's it. If I, if I make sure they have the right vibe, but then who can, who can, but they have to have the right vibe about me. And it's a whole thing. And I'm, I'm one of those people where I'm going to, oh, Well, that's nope. can't say that. Uh, am um, it takes some time getting used to pretty much because if I don't chill out with you for a while, then I'm really not going to create a connection with you. And then. If we see each other, we see each other and there's not going to be, there's not, I'm not going to have a problem not ever seeing you again is what I'm getting at. So if you're thinking about applying for the job, (laughs) what the fuck did this come to? Uh, realize that if you want to have any meaningful relationship with the host of this show, whom I know dearly, um, it's, it's going to have to be on a continuous That sounds terrible. Anywho. What do we cover in this show? Well, we cover everything over the past week in the news, and that's covering good news. Yes, there's actually good news that has occurred this week. It isn't all just about what happened in Israel and the Gaza Strip, and that was not a purposeful pause. Uh, that was that was me swallowing because I'm a little parched, and because I have to do all the heavy lifting now, Sage. Unable to be here, and even though the, the I, I do I would do I do want to say that I still have the beautiful audio that audio that started off the show from Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. Find them on YouTube. Find them. Find him. I don't give a shit, and enjoy their tunes. Always coming out with good shit, and it's free, copyright free. Basically saying I am creative. I have good shit. I want to share it. Here you go. So until he says a hey, face, look, man, appreciate all the support, but uh, we got to go a separate ways. I'm still going to use the shit because he, oh, I, okay. When I, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm of the older generation. So when I say he or she or anything like that, it's because of what I grew up with. It's what I did. And when I refer to them as this, it is not to disrespect them if they if they identify a different way. My intent is to be gracious to them and to reference them. My intent is that. You have to realize, this was not on the docket, by the way. <laughs> this is, hey, if you wanted an example of what the disorderly show is like start listening now. If you, yeah, they just pause and be silent for like 30 seconds. If you are dealing with somebody who is older, they're, you know, they're 20 years older than you are realize they grew up differently than you did where things were acceptable and things weren't. And society has adjusted Every 20 years. About, well, okay, 10 to 20 years. Let me say that. Um, Yeah, it's about every 10 years, I would say. Yeah, close to 10, 20. Um, So when they state things to you and you are offended, for one, okay, you're offended. That doesn't mean I'm going to change my thought unless you come back with something that is more or that where you have a good rebuttal and then I'm open to hearing about it. Well, no, let me rephrase that. I am, I'm open to have my viewpoint changed with a, a better counter argument. I'm open to that. And that's the problem really with a lot of things that are occurring with politics. Today. If you try to talk politics because for so long, It was, don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion, we'll get along just fine. It's like, "Mm, okay, but then when we have to talk about that shit, because, oh, I don't know, there was, um, when we didn't talk about it, we heard uh, from a newspaper in Boston a while ago, but they were the ones who broke the story about what the Catholic Church was doing. I'm sure those people who experienced those that, that had that have those terrible memories wished people would bring up the conversation about religion, wish we could be able to talk to somebody. Cause it is what you, it's rare to hear that a girl was molested, was, was molested, was molested by a priest. It was men. It was boys. Let me rephrase that. It was boys who became men. And because society said, Men, you can't be, you can't show weakness, they were holding on to that shit while they're able to see women be able to say, Hey, I need to talk. I need to be vulnerable. I need to be all I need to have the world. I, well, not the world, because there's parts of the world who don't give a shit about women. I need to have the U.S. reflect back on me. Now, granted, yes, I agree. There were, There's a lot of corrections that we need to do. But for a long time, these men couldn't do anything. Now, I would argue that in this day and age, because we are... Able to talk to each other. Yes, yelling's involved, but typically yelling is all that happens. It is way better than it was back in the day. And I'm not talking like 1800. No, I'm talking like maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Ain't that long. People you know, people you're related to, we're living through those times. And so now they see what's happening here. And also I would, I would argue that the ability for society to change, to go, yeah, that isn't what we should do. Let's change has shortened. It doesn't take as long to get that change to happen. I've noticed myself, I've tried to change my vernacular, but sometimes because I did something for 40 fucking years, um, well, no know. 50 years, 60. I don't know. I don't know my age anymore because I don't care. At a certain point, you just don't care, right? My oh, birthday, don't give a shit. Um, that my intent to you is, am I being malicious and vicious? And I don't know a third <laughs> some, uh, word. Or am I being one of kindness and respectfulness? You would be surprised. I'm I'm actually surprised why individuals who come out and say, I'm offended you said that. Okay, well, just because you're offended doesn't mean I'm going to change anything. Just because you don't like something doesn't mean I change something. This is the fucking US of A. Are you kidding me? This is we don't change. Because somebody has had their feelings hurt, we change when we see that a wrong needs to be righted. And for you to go, well, you need to change. You need to call me by the right pronouns. It's like that. No, that doesn't. That <clears throat> that ain't on the list. Now we'll 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 be respectful and do it to you as a person. But to to delegate, not delegate. Why do I want to say that word? I don't know. Maybe because I'm still thinking about somebody to hire. I guess no. Subconsciously it is not something to make into law. That's where it becomes a major fucking problem because to compel somebody for a government entity to compel somebody to say, you need to refer to them as this. Yeah. Yeah. Not, uh, not going to have a lot of support. So what I'm getting at is if somebody were to say, Hey, what's going on, man? Or, Hey, what's up girl? And you don't identify that way the way you react to them, especially if their intent is, I'm recognizing you as a fellow human because you, for some point, for some, for right now, are brightening my day. You're at, for, at, little, at, a, little, at a certain level are making me happy and I want to just converse with you more. If you come back to them harshly, What are they taking away from that? Any, everything we take away from when somebody talks to you, not what they said, how they made you feel. That's why a lot of old people like me. I listen to them and I talk to them. I engage with them. They have no idea what I'm talking about because the generation gap is way too big, but I am showing interest in hearing what they're saying and what they're telling me that if they were to say, hey, how was, your interaction? how was your interaction with face? They would say that he was very respectful. I enjoyed talking with him. Well, what did you guys talk about? Oh, I have no idea. It's how, they, it's how you make the person feel. So if you come back to that person and you say, hi, I'm doing well. By the way, I identify differently than what you may be used to. I identify as they, them, or he, he, or, 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 or no, not, not he, she. Well, is that out there? I don't know because there's a ton. Um, he, him, she, she, she wait, why can't I girl? No, I've Jesus. I can't even remember it. Sorry. And I'm not going to dwell on trying to get it right. We're mine. I know when we need to move on. I think, um, uh, But the takeaway from all of this is intent. And also... Wow. I'm having one of those that's right on the tip of my tongue moments. It starts with a T. Jesus Christ, this is terrible. Uh, Tolerance. (laughs) That's what it is. Wow. That's going to sound great. Jesus Christ, this is... (laughs) this is terrible tolerance that that's going to sound great. Uh, (laughs) the other part of it is tolerance is being able to go, look, there are going to be people who are going to think differently than you want to do things differently than you, but are they harming you? No, then don't worry about it. Let them do their own thing. It's only when they, when only when it becomes a harmful thing Then it then it should be discussed. It should be brought up. It should be. Hey, we need the the, there there needs to be discussion about it. All right. So, (laughs) damn near spent, and all of that was almost twenty minutes, and haven't even really got into the meat of the show yet. Which is good because I got to fill up a lot of time because there's a lot of things I do want to cover. Because, for those of you, in the Brussels area. Those of you in Ashburn, Virginia as well. Yep, I'm still going to call you out. I'm going to call out those places that listen to me the most. Because why? I still want you to do it. I still want you to be like, hey, he called me out. This stupid sub he called me out. Hey, all right, hey. Um, train of thought, where did it go? I lost the light. I'm in the tunnel. Where the fuck is it? Um, okay. So, structure of the show, we talk about anything and everything, which I just kind of proved there. Um, but we main things we do cover is I wonder did that did the mic catch that up? I I scratched my beard and I don't know if it caught it. If it did, apologies. I'm trying to make this as this sound as well as it can because since you don't see my face in the beautiful studio I'm in, then I want the audio quality to be as good as it can be. Um, so with that, I'm going to take a drink of water. Because that's how you drink water. I <laughs> wonder that becomes a hydration game. Wink. All right. So let's start off with talking about these sports because I love me some sports. I'm a man and men love sports. Actually, the reason I love sports is because it's one of the purest examples of a person overcoming limitations. Granted, it's all done in a lot in a big team setting, but when you watch a sport, no matter what it is, no matter what level it is, you're able to get examples of humans being placed in an, in a situation to where they are going to be stopped from doing from achieving a goal from achieving something that they have to do and you get to see them persevere them find ways to get it done that's why i enjoy sport i could care less who's playing i though am a fan of the diamondbacks and the dallas cowboys <laughs> The two double D's, yeah. No, I'm not a fan of massive ones. If you have massive ones, hey, congrats to you. I'm, it doesn't, we all have our own preferences. Because you have those doesn't mean I'm going to shun talking to you. Other, if, other things that occur or or you want to have happen, maybe, maybe not. But again, I'm not everybody's couple T any, couple, couple T. Yes. Yes, that's what I want. Couples. No, no, I don't. Uh, it's actually funny story. Uh, I had no idea that after, uh, at a, I don't know where, oh yeah, I was at a, uh, I think it's called a beer garden. Fuck, I can't remember what it's called. But basically, uh, a town, a city holds a, uh, what the fuck was it called? A lot of vendors of alcohol show up and you buy a ticket to try said alcohol. Now they give you these little fucking cups, shot glasses, but trust me, you will get hooked up and have a good time doing it. Well, I'm at one of these things, and this couple just starts chatting me up. And I think we're having a great time. Like, hey, yeah, party. Woo! No, oh, that's what it was. No, we went from we went from the beer garden to a club esque thing. I'm not a club type of person. I need to be doing something. Drinking is doing something. Drinking water, drinking water, drink. Well, should I say drinking a liquid? Would that be better? Most of you are going to like, just say it's fucking alcohol. Well, oh yeah, that's right. I can say that because this is an explicit podcast, which means if you're a child listening to this and you do something stupid and you try to blame ye old face, then, uh, well, it is meant for adults. So we're going to look at your parents and be like, why the fuck do you let them listen to this? Well, we thought you were a stand-up person who could guide the youth. I'm like, no, did I ever volunteer for that? No, but what you're saying is ah, shut up. I didn't volunteer for it. Didn't say I was going to, I'm not one of those, uh, Peterson Tate people. Uh, now am I going to go on a long thing about them? Maybe at a future show. Did I say their name to get some clout and get, People listen to me, no, but I wanted to give you a reference point of who of what I was talking about. I get thoroughly confused. Anywho, so yeah, why try why try hide it? Because at, at previous shows, Brussels and uh, Ashburn will know about this. I try to mask it because I'm I totally forgot that I I set the show as being explicit, which on streaming platforms goes hey. 18 years or older, um, and but I don't know if those streaming platforms restrict those users and say hey, or they do the fucking pop up, which is such bullshit. Are you over 18? Yes, I am. It's like hmm, because then the that that's all for legalese. That that's all that is. Is for those of you who don't know, that's for the company to come back and because if the kid does something stupid, if they listen to Face and get fucking drunk. And then the parents are like, "Who would you listen to?" And they're all, "I listen to Face on the Disorderly Show." They're like, "Who? What the fuck is his name?" And then he explains everything. And or it could be girl, sure. All right, either of them. The child drinks, and then they come after. They come after the streaming service, and also me because they're going to try to spread the grief around. And the streaming service is going to go, hey, look, they said they were 18, so we allowed it. Of course, I don't know how well the Utah thing is going, which is because they implemented the, to be very strict on the porn thing, where you have to be, you have to be 18. I don't know how they're enforcing that, to be honest. And Utah, come on, (laughs) you 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 got to give people a chance to you're not, you're not big on premarital sex. I'm not either, but I'm big on if there's a connection, a good memory to make, not just, Hey, let's fuck the fuck. No, let's have sex. To have, no, if there's a connection and both of you want to share that, that's the key word, by the way, both, both of you sober saying that, which also that's why it's a good day and age right now, because previously a lot of young women, a lot of girls were being taken advantage of when they would go to parties. Now, you can make the argument, oh, well, they put themselves in that position. Or maybe, maybe they thought, if I'm just here and the guy notices me, then we could start something. Because more often than not, women are the ones who subtly initiate the attraction. It's not men. Most men don't have the confidence to go up to a woman, the one especially that they're attracted to. And be all, hey, I want to get to know you better. They don't do that. They just go, wow, I need to stop looking at her because I'm gonna look like a creep. But my God, her beauty is so enthralling. There are some girls that, or uh, there are some women. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am not a fan of those uh, younger, younger ones. They, they, well, depends on your version of young. Uh, if they, if, uh, from 18 to 24, yeah, I would say no go. Uh, but again, have I, here's the thing. Have I had the opportunity? No. Uh, because I don't put myself in those, in those opportunities. <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, cracking myself up. No, I don't put myself in those situations. Jesus Christ. Every guy who's trying to put himself yeah i'd love to put myself in the opportunity bd to bd and porky pig or um elmer foot is coming to the conversation time to drink (sighs) um speaking of the dayton let's see if i can finish this because there is something i wanted to bring them oh right guys most guys don't have that confidence there is just they have such striking beauty that it seems unreal. So how am I supposed now that person, that striking beauty, guess what? They don't think of themselves as that as 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 beautiful as you see them. Why? Because they see themselves every fucking day. They see everything. They see more of the faults in themselves, physically and emotionally and personally. Now emotionally? Yeah. Is that the same thing? Don't know. Comment on the comment somewhere, I guess. I don't know. Got to figure that out. Got to figure that shit out too. Um, But they don't see themselves as that. And so you don't know that (laughs) you're sitting there going, oh, I really want to go talk to them. This is probably the only time I'll get a chance to ever see them again. What do I do? How do, what do I say? What, uh, and the whole, and you know what they pull from? You know what they fucking pull from? Hollywood movies. Shit they've seen, shit they heard. Because there is rarely any good advice from fathers. Or there would be a lot more of a different type of dating society that we have right now than we currently do. Am I part of that? No, don't want to be, don't want to deal with that. Uh, but what, all right. For the guys who are listening, which I'm thinking Ashburn and Brussels, you are, if not apologies, but (laughs) this is, they're probably, Hey, don't close the fuck out. We can get women. Hey, Hey, it's for everybody else who ain't listening to you. Okay. For everybody else who ain't listening to me that will soon listen to the show because you'll binge. What is, what is the, what's the term for binging a podcast? I don't know. Binge. Listen. Yeah. doesn't get the same feel as binge watching More binging. Ah, maybe that's it. Just binging. You're just binging the podcast. When you come across this, episode, and whenever I bring it up again, come up with an out. Think ahead. Think of the two possibilities. She wants to talk to you, she doesn't want to talk to you. He wants to talk to you, he doesn't want to talk to you. Though I would suspect, okay, no, let's dive into this. God damn, I spent so much time getting news ready for this fucking show, and I'm just going off on my own little thing, which is... The whole premise of the show, but it's not going to be like that every week. Hell, the first few shows was not that at all. And then I'm thinking this week, man, I don't want to be a fucking... I'm also cussing a lot more. Wow, Sage really is a <laughs> is helpful in this. Unless this show blows up and then it's like, well, Sage, thanks for being on for the first few shows. It's all me now. Um, Where was I at? Are you going to be that dummy who just screams at the screams out at me like you were here like I can like I can hear you give me a moment to think actually this would be where uh, somebody who the person I'm going to hire to help with these shows they can help they can do that oh that'll be a qualification hey help me get back on track <laughs> and don't laugh so much it's probably the first thing you're going to say you laugh too much at yourself which is that a bad quality. I, I guess if you're doing too much in public and they're like, holy shit, this is the real life Joker. This this guy is uh, unhinged, as uh, Eddie Griffin would say. Need to give him a lot of, a lot of, some people you just need to give a lot of room to. A lot of, and I'm not quoting them right. I swear that's not right. And as soon as the show ends, I'm going to be like, oh, that's what he fucking said. God damn it. But that's the risk that you run with running a show off the top of your head. But I found this is me. Everybody, (laughs) no, not exposed. Um, but for the guys, you. Oh yeah, you know that's what it was. That's what it was. It could be either. You, as the person, see somebody out and about in a setting that is conducive to talking. That's a key thing. If you're all out in the club or out in the bar, that is conducive to talking. If you're out at the laundromat, maybe, but realize that you're you're stuck in an area that if you shoot your shot and she turns you down, you gotta make sure it's like you gotta give her the confidence to know like, look, everything's good, everything's fine, understand that. But if it's, you see somebody just having their lunch, or they're ordering their coffee, Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not, is what I'm going at, maybe not. Um, So, have two scenarios planned out. Peeps, people, don't care who you are. You're a guy going for a guy, you're a guy going for a girl, you're a girl going for a girl. Don't. Yeah, this can apply to you because we all feel the apprehensiveness and the anxiety of going up to somebody that we find just they just catch our eye. And we are just enthralled with there's a feeling that comes over us of just instant like I don't see anybody but you. I don't know if that's a good pickup line. Maybe, could be, if you're goofy enough. And if you are fit. That's a key thing. Try to be fit. Or comedically fat? I guess? Because Chris Farley was always fat. Even though the dude did... Coke like crazy and it, well, maybe that's it. He just, the Coke made him eat a lot. But anyway, he was comically fat, but I, I doubt he had trouble uh, getting ladies. Hell fucking jelly roll. I'm not Jane. I know. Also, I'm not name dropping to name drop. I'm just from what I've seen. Here's reference point. I'm huge on reference points because I don't want you to think, Oh, he's, he thinks he knows everything. No, I'm referencing shit. That's how I'm coming up with opinions and ideas and hey maybe we should do it this way so even jelly roll in a fucking uh episode on the uh flagrant flagrant one or the flagrant i don't know andrew schultz show uh, where he talked about his girl was able to bring women home and do you think he just sat there and went okay i'm gonna go play xbox no so yeah you of course i wouldn't say he was comically fat uh he would be more of the hey um You, you, good luck hitting 50 fat. And that's not a, that's not a rip on him. That's more of a, Hey, you did this to yourself, which you say that to a guy and the guy can, yeah, I understand. You say that to a woman. Oh my fucking God. They think they can just go, I'm going to unload all my emotional baggage on you. Fuck you. You want to be, you want us to be on an even playing field. Then, uh, guess what guys do not have it better. I have not heard of a story of where a guy transitioned to a girl and then killed himself. There's way too many stories of them thriving or seeming like they're being better. But there's a, there's quite a few stories of women transitioning to men and going, holy shit, this is the world they have to live in. I'm, I don't want to be here anymore. Um, yeah, I know. It took a dramatic turn. That's what the show does. It takes dramatic turns. <laughs> um, but to get back to what I was talking about, yeah, I stayed on track. No matter who you are, the person you're attracted to, in the environment that is conducive to chatting, have two plans of attack. No, not attack. Two plans two contingency plans plan a plan B or plan E for escape or, <laughs> or, God, I'm laughing at myself because of what I'm thinking, but you have no idea what I'm thinking. Uh, uh, plan a abort abort abort. Yeah. That's it sounded way funnier in my head. That's the reason for the laugh. First plan. They say Yes. Let's continue to talk. Okay, what environment i in, What environment am I in? What can I talk to them about? That's what you need to plan on. Then who knows? Maybe Chat GPT can help you out with coming up with those fucking questions. Second plan: the abort plan. When they say no things. I have somebody. It's like you have somebody and you're out in that outfit. Okay. Well, as Dave Chappelle would say, well, you, I know you're not a whore, but you are wearing a whore's uniform <laughs> and that could go for gay guys too. Don't. So the reason I lump them into as well, or just the, that, that community, well, that, could be, that doesn't seem right either because it seems like we're separating them. Right. Here's straight and then here's the alphabet group. It's like, no, why, 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 why are we separating them? It's all about sexual preference. There shouldn't be a, an exclusion of which group you're in. Again, going back to intent and tolerance. Hey, I remembered it. If we did that, if we were working on that, if that was more preached, hey, If this is the only show that says that, then this is the only show that says that. But if you, just like with the political parties, when you separate and you go, you're on this team or you're on this team, you can't, you can't, that shit. That's why McCain was known as the maverick because he fucking talked to Democrats. Like, seriously, that's where we're at here. That's the, that's, we can't look at somebody else and go, Hmm, you have differing, differing ideas. Let's see if we can, compromise let's see if we can take the good points from your side good points from my side and then we make a great thing instead of lying instead of being the fucking ostrich the ostrich party that's what i should call these fucks ostrich parties because they just stick their head in there in the sand and then just go nope not gonna fucking do anything but i'm still gonna get paid handsomely and have a staff and be able to get bribes and shit but Actually, represent the people that I'm that voted me in. Hey, they voted me in based off of words I said I do, but I'm not going to fulfill them. Why? Because they are too busy trying to make it nine to five, paycheck to paycheck, to spend any of their fucking time trying to figure out what I'm doing. As long as I got the right letter next to my name, I'm always going to be taken care of. Fuck that. I need to take a drink. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, starting to think here, maybe Sage wasn't a good, no, Sage was a good idea because I do enjoy talking with people. I do. I do enjoy it. I'm like the reason I, I like talking with people and it's, it's a selfish reason Cause I love problem solving. Not that I'll be able to solve any problem, but I like think I like knowing about it and being able to talk to it and go, okay, well, here's the points. What are your points? Let's see if we can, can you enhance my knowledge? Basically that's my selfishness. And I'm like a dumb house, the character off of the show called house where he needed a team around him to figure something out. Even in some episodes, he used the janitor because he just needed to bounce ideas. He needed to do that. And that's what Sage does for me is able to able to do that. Um, hmm. I wonder, could I hire a Sage? Because the Sage that I've had in here has been uh, just random, random people and the one I had scheduled for the show, yeah, unfortunately, things came up, understand, and plus, I also need to, you know, take the training wheels off, and, and there's going to be shows where I'm going to do this myself, where I'm going to have to hold up the disorderly show by myself, because if I couldn't do this by myself, um, well, then, I'd have to get somebody else. I mean, that's, that's pretty much the, um, but there's going to be instances and this is where, what's the point I'm making? Let's go back to the relationship thing. Anyway, Anywho, uh, so two plans. One, if they say yes, let's continue to talk. What are you going to talk about? Consult dbt, consult, start coming up with scenarios in your head. Okay. If they say this, if, uh, what's a good conversation that is open-ended and things because chat gpt So I would use chat GPT just to get some ideas, not necessarily go off of everything they say, because this is a fucking coding program that is going off of what everybody else has said and combing through that. And well, you know, Hey, we're in, we're fallible. Is that right? Infallible, fallible. I'm not going to look it up. Um, but my intent is that word <laughs> or that meaning my intent is that meaning, If they say no, have a plan for that. You could say something like, uh, because fucking, uh, I was in a scenario like that as well. I was so fucking dumb. Dancing with this girl, and I ask her out. And she goes, Oh, you're so sweet, but I have a boyfriend. And I'm thinking, but you're fucking dancing. Like we're da- not dancing like grinding, but dancing in a sensual way. And this is before I realized that women don't see themselves as the beautiful people that men see them as. And cause you, cause men can look at women and be like, how could you have low self-esteem? And women look at them and go, or look at themselves and go like, how could I not? They, they only see their faults. And so, I was surprised that I was like, okay, okay, all right. So then the smart person I am, the smart guy that I am, start dancing with her friend. I ask her friend to dance. And this is after they had a chance to chit-chat. And I go, Hey, do you wanna go? <laughs> Yeah, what a shocker. She said no as well. <laughs> she didn't say she had a boyfriend, though. She's like, she 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 helped educate me. She's all you asked me after asking my friend. And granted, her friend was way hotter, so you know, I was shooting for the 10, not going for the five. And but I figured eh, five's better than zero. <laughs> and yeah. Uh I learned. I I learned that day um uh, that every woman has well no everybody has a perceived worth of themselves but when it comes to uh men and women women view themselves a lot better Ash, well shit best this especially yeah especially in this day and age where um yeah floorboards Uh, Cregan, uh, I sound, Oh, what, who are those two guys? Oh, Oh, give me a sec. I'm going to, I'm going to try to keep the show going while trying to find, uh, these two guys. I'll, um, they have a YouTube channel. Oh, why can't I think of them right now? You know what? I'm not going to look for it because I have other shit to get to, to talk about, to just really in, to bring up. But anyway, one of their key features in their show, and it's two guys from Canada who do react videos. And one of their, the third person in their show is their creaking floorboard. <laughs> so you'll know who I'm talking about. If, uh, you'll recognize that. And so the apologies for the pause, but I didn't think that the massive burp that I just did would be conducive to a good podcast. Maybe, Hey, let me know. Let me know. It's like, I don't care if you fucking burp you're drinking or we kind of expect that to happen, especially with all this talking you're doing because Sage had to leave, which yeah, again, um, when I, when I get the Patreon, is it Patreon, that sounds right. I'll be surprised. I'll, you know what, you know what, instead of being surprised, I will be grateful for anybody who supports what they do, what they can, what they can provide. Cause if life has shown that if you stick with something long enough and you truly go for it, not just half ass something, eventually it'll pay off. Unfortunately, that works on the other side. If you try to do something evil against people for long enough, eventually, yeah, there's, there's no, unfortunately, there isn't a, well, you're doing good things, so we'll reward that. You're doing bad things, so we won't. It just seems to, uh, whatever you're working towards. And maybe if we're all working towards just understanding the intent and being tolerant then maybe everything will start to get better. But I will say, before I actually get into the news that I so diligently went through to talk about, <laughs> is being tolerant does not mean accepting people being an asshole. And yes, that does include the alphabet community. An asshole is an asshole. doesn't matter who you want to fuck. If you're being a jerk, if you're being somebody who is just like, oh my fucking God. Then yeah, just because you're gay doesn't mean you're allowed to be an asshole. Just because you're non-binary doesn't mean you're allowed to be an asshole. Just because you're allowed or that you identify a certain way means you have carte blanche to be a fucking asshole. Again, how you respond to individuals Will determine how they accept you. Now I will. I will, th- because there are scenarios. I will. I will. There are scenarios that that sounds coherent. But I've been drinking, so except <laughs> maybe I should this. I should call this show your drunk friend, huh? The disorderly show, and here's your drunk friend. Maybe that's a better name for me instead of Face for Radio. Your drunk friend. But here's the thing, your drunk friend could be. I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm both. Huh? I kind of like that. Got to. Uh, I've got to consult th- the oracle. Yeah. Thinking of. Uh, no. Not going to mention that. Well. Yeah. Might as well. Uh, thinking of three hundred. Not because. And here I'll tell you why. Because again, that's where I I remember the oracle being from. But also for those of you who reference 300 the movie as oh that gay movie and anybody else who wants to watch it is oh that gay movie it's like you're okay um well that's how you view it not everybody else i view it as a awesome masculine movie of just let's fight we're gonna stand here and you're not going to determine My, I'm not gonna because you are bigger than me, because you uh, are scarier than me, will I submit to your rule? What you have are people who are afraid of you working for you. You're not standing up to free men who think and choose to do this. There's a huge difference between men who are forced to do something, people. Who are forced to do something, and people who choose to do something. Terrible segue, but that also I'm just letting you know I will also be talking about uh, this week's Medal of Honor recipient, because uh, for those of you who are wondering, like, oh, are you you're going so off the rails, face that? Are do you even are you even going to have time to do that? And yes, yes, I'm going to have time to be able to to do that because as I've stated in every show, the reason I do this is because I want their names, these soldiers who did incredible things to be able to as be recallable as anybody else who's entertained us. We know who our entertainers are because of the money that's spent to market them, but medal of honor winners. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Be, uh, you could go on the streets and go. I will pay you a thousand dollars per Medal of Honor winner you can name, and everyone. You're gonna get more people going. Uh, 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 Ira Hayes. It's like great. You named one. Actually, you'd scale it. There you go. I'd give you for everyone you get right. I'll give you a thousand times more because you. Okay, here's a dollar. You got Ira Hayes. And oh, fuck. I, yeah, he, sh- yeah, I think he did. Hang on. I have to check because, uh, <laughs> I, th- I swear to God he did. But at this moment, I don't want this to go out and then somebody goes, I re- didn't do it. And I'll be like, fuck, I feel so bad, uh, that I stated that and, uh, I wasn't right about that. Um, Okay, yeah, he did. Okay, Whew. Not so much because it was because I didn't want to dishonor him, basically. But that is, how do we know his name? How do we know? Man in black. Johnny Cash told us all about him. Yet. So you'd give a dollar to somebody and then you go, I'll give you $1,000. You can name me another one. Everyone be like, "Uh, it's like, wait a minute. If I get three, then that means I'll get $10,000. Wait, $1,000, 11000 I don't know. Just scale it up to a point where it's like, wait a minute. What, I can get $10,000 for the third one I can name? Holy shit. Eh, okay, maybe that might be a liability thing because then if you give somebody $10,000 in cash, somebody else on the street is going to see that, going to fuck, do terrible things to them because they just saw somebody with 10 G's get put in their pocket. And that person who did get 10 G's didn't run immediately to a fucking ATM to deposit that fucker. Nope. Well, you wouldn't name money fucker deposit that shit. Yeah, that sounds better. Yeah. So maybe not that give them a gift gift card. I don't know. Maybe just take them. I I don't know how you do it. But basically what I'm saying is most people wouldn't know who the fuck anybody else has won the Medal of Honor. So we will be doing that. We'll be doing that every week because I want you to know, be able to recall these soldiers. And for the life of me, why Hollywood hasn't hopped on this as an original idea or even Netflix. Are you kidding me? The amount of goodwill that you would get as a studio to go, look, we're going to do because you have the capability now to really show what they did based off the, based off of the citation they received, the action that you could put there. Hell, we were talking about, um, Colonel Donner, Donald E. Ballard last week. Um, at the time he was a hospital corpsman, second class, But you could definitely do the setting of Vietnam and the things that he did and show the chaos that occurred and the resilience he showed during that whole ordeal and his leadership being taken out and him taking charge to make sure he can not only rally the troops but also do a counterattack. How the fuck is this not like this? This is, and this shit happened. You didn't have to make this up. That's what's so fucking frustrating. Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg did, um, band of brothers. One of the most critically acclaimed series that has been done. Then the Pacific came out again, not as much fanfare, I would say as band of brothers, but not no less good, but you're telling me that we can't fucking do this. Come on, Warner brothers. Or somebody else. Uh but put the money into it. Do this. So we will be doing that. No matter what the hell I'm talking about. We will get to that. We will do that. We now we are together. We are a team on here in the disorderly show with face for radio, your drunken friend. You know what? I'll still go with face for radio because some days I may not be drinking. That would be a re- that would be surprising, but <laughs> Like, hey, face, the show seemed kind of flat and boring. Were you not drinking? He's like, yeah, I I wasn't able to get a drink. He's like, no, (laughs) trust me. The homeboy will find a way. Uh, So with all of that, kind of want to reiterate for those, in case I lost my track, and for those of you who are going, "Uh, what's the last part? When you're... When you're... Wanting to talk to somebody you find attractive. Make sure it's in an environment that is conducive to talking. And then have two plans in place. One, if they say yes, what are what else are you going to talk to them about? And second one, if they say no, what am I going to do? What am I going to say? You could say something like, um, well, uh, know that. Well, say just, hey, I appreciate you letting me know that, and I hope you have a good time tonight. And then just walk away. And then guess what? Here's the hardest thing you have to do. If you need to stay in that area, don't look at them anymore. Don't don't try to make eye contact. They are they're no longer attainable, so don't go after them. So don't show that you're still trying to find a way or that you're hoping that they look at you and be like, hey, come on over. If they want to come over and talk to you, they, they'll make that happen. If they don't, then they don't. So when they say no, because more likely that's going to happen, and more often than not, have a plan to get out of it. Easy thing. Thanks for letting me know that. I hope you have a good time tonight and then leave, go find. go a, hey. okay, now <clears throat> I need to go back over to my friends. I need to go back over to this part of the bar, or I need to go over to this part of the bar, pay the tab, and then I can leave. Uh, because the one that I saw in here was extremely attractive is not attainable, which is okay. It's all right. You getting rejected, does not mean you are worthless. Jesus Christ. I said I wasn't going to be something like a uh, Jordan Peterson or Andrew Tate, And here I feel like I am, but I'm not as, but I'm not trying to get your money except through Patreon, which I haven't set up yet. So you're getting this shit for free. <laughs> Stop laughing. Uh, at I'm imagining the person who I hire to help run the show would say to me, I wonder, should I have them say it during the show or not? Hmm. Things to ponder. So yeah, have a plan to get out of it because one of the hardest things about going up to somebody to talk to them is like, well, what if they don't, what if they say no, which is a possibility It's 50, 50 shot. Um, you don't want to stand there going well, like, I don't know what to do now. That's your plan. of Okay, can I leave this area? If I can't, then all right, I'm just going to ignore them. They are no longer obtainable for me. So now I'll be engaged in something else. And then I would just, yeah, you're going to work on it. Are you going to be an expert at it the first go around? No, nobody is. If somebody is or they, or they have some talent into it, they still have to refine it. People who have succeeded. Use the talent they had and worked at their craft, whatever that is. It was, nobody is born being able to be perfect fate. Uh, there's that creaking board again. I swear to God, just, just like the, uh, something I referenced earlier that I'm going to remember after the show. I'm going to re- I'm going to remember what their fucking show was called. Um, train of thought you left me good time for a drink so if you're playing a, you're if you're playing at home <laughs> speaking of drinking because i really have um I, well, let's can i catch that train of thought can i catch that fish if you're oh yeah perfect yeah nobody's perfect at it It's going to take time, but realize if you get told, no, you're not worthless. If you continue to work on yourself, and that's every aspect, mentally and physically and emotionally, you will become attractive to the area that you have a preference in. And the, oh yeah, the reason I included people from the the alphabet community is because they also experience that that too. Now granted we hear you know funny stories of lesbians who are like, hey, we found each other attractive. Let's move in together. Yeah, that's a funny thing because it happens way quicker than anybody any other couples out there. Uh and you would think with gay guys that uh is it okay. I'm not trying to sound terrible, I guess. And this is probably where Sage would be like, then don't say it, don't say it. Um, because we have a word for for women who like women, they're lesbians. We have gay for guys who like guys. So by saying gay men, am I just saying, am I really just saying gay gay? Uh, which I don't know if that'll turn into some comedic bit or something. Oh man, that's gay, gay. Um, but I'm trying to be efficient is what I'm getting at. So if I could just say gay or gays, yeah. If I say gays, is that, is that terrible? Is that wrong? Is that not what I should be doing? Help me out here. How do you help me out? Well, you figure it out because if you figure it out, that'll be, um, I'll be like, Oh hey, you're going to stick out to me because you were able to figure out something that I haven't given out a way to, to, really connect with me unless it's on one of the streaming platforms or YouTube. Yes, this goes to YouTube as well. If you're not listening to it, uh, Ashburn or Brussels (laughs) again, they're like, why on the tail end of something controversial, do you bring us into this fucking thing? I'm not going to listen to you anymore. Bill. Please don't, please. I, I, Honestly, if nobody was listening to this, I'd still would do this because I still want to learn about what's going on in the world. And this is the funnest, f- fun way I've been able to figure it out. Plus, as you heard in the intro, I have a voice that can make a Wolverine purr. Um. All right, with that, so basically, hopefully you were able to take that stuff for... The relationship thing and realize, look, uh, actually, I covered, yeah, because the first few shows, I said, hey, we're going to cover all these other things. Even the fucking um, description of the show says I cover these things and yet never did cover, cover them in the first three shows. But what on the fourth show? What? So every show at the end of the month becomes this type of show. Huh? I wonder about that. What if I just do this show by myself at the end of the month and kind of cover everything? Eh, maybe. It's an idea. Will I remember tomorrow? Mm, I don't know. Anywho, why don't we dive into actual some fucking news here now that we have less than we have less time to go through a lot of it? Um in the sports. What do we talk about? The sports well, first thing I do want to talk about is congratulating the Las Vegas Aces out of the WNBA as they became the back-to-back champions. After beating the New York Liberty in four games with and I gotta make sure I say this name right because everybody's got a different sounding name. Aja Wilson. Aja Wilson. I could have sworn I'm gonna I would've butchered that if I didn't hear it correctly. So Aja Wilson was the finals mvp the reason that is significant is because she was up for the runner up for or she is the runner up for the league mvp and she didn't get it but yeah four games great fourth uh fourth game beat the liberty by one amazing this is the this is the end of the 27th season of the wnba and they increased all the games each team would play to 40. So that is significant because we had playoffs all the way into October. Granted, they start in June, but hey, um, it's it's a good sign because they, with the NBA starting up real soon right after that, which that's a good segue, um, for there to be... More exposure, not only with the more games, but also with those fans who are coming in, going, "Oh, okay, oh, didn't catch that burp, or didn't mute that one." Apologies, but yeah, I've been drinking. It it does happen. Um, that exposure is really helpful, and we hope all the best. And also, there's going to be, I believe, I yeah, it sounds right that they're going to there's going to be a San Francisco expansion team coming into next year, which you'd be you're like, really? it's taken this long because as much as the ownership for the Golden State Warriors, the deep pockets they have, you would have thought they would have already done this, but nope, mm, they're doing it now, so that'll be. Well, just more teams. It just shows growth, is what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at, and it's good to see. And as of this recording, when uh, you hear this, whenever, NBA, the season will be starting on the 24th. And preseason looked all right. Yeah, but again, it's preseason. I don't take too much stock into it because unless there's a major injury that occurs. I don't look at preseason games and try to fill content and be like, oh, I saw this person do this or this team did that. Or, Are they going to be ready for that? It's fucking preseason. Everyone's just trying to get their sea legs again. Uh, because most of them went to the islands. I, <laughs> I would think so. But there is something that did occur that I think with everything going over in Israel and Gaza that... Oh, a lot of these stories, actually, because that has been dominated, rightly so, because of just how intense everything has been happening over there. And it seems like there's been new things that have been coming out almost every single day, which, if you're the news, you like that because you don't want things to go scale, stale. Because the news nowadays, the ones that are prominent, are trying to get viewers. They're trying to get as many eyeballs as they can. They're not trying to give you the best information out there. They're trying to give you the latest, greatest, not greatest. Let me rephrase that because a lot of words did go through my head that I'm going, man, that is, that's that's going to invoke. Because you do, you do have to, when you're talking about sensitive subjects, You try to convey your thoughts in a way to where if you were to say a keyword or a key phrase, they would hijack the conversation and you now no longer have control over it. And that's what everybody comes away with is that you said this. So that means you're on this team and that's what you think you support this when that is not a, that is not at all what you said, but because you had that opening or you said that phrase or that word, that's what happens, which could explain why most people don't want to get engaged in talking about politics or any other taboo subject, because when they try to provide their point of view, which is not saying that they're right, by the way, it's just their point of view based off of the reference points they can recall. They don't want to get their head bitten off. Maybe they're engaging with you because they want to hear your opinion, your point of view, and will it help enhance their knowledge? Will your both of your knowledges be enhanced? You got to be willing to do that, though, because if you're not willing to hear another side and go, wow, you actually have better points than I do, then all I say to those people when I find out that is that, I go, hey, thank you for your time, and then try to get out of that situation Uh, Still being cordial, but I thank them for their time for telling me, for showing me that at this moment, you're not a person I need to keep talking with that is open to hearing new ideas or new arguments or anything that could change your point of view on this subject. So what is even the fucking point? But back to sports in the NBA, Brandon Miller, who the Charlotte Hornets picked, as the second overall in the 2023 NBA draft uh, has been named as a defendant in the federal lawsuit related to the killing of a woman during his time at Alabama. Now, the f- now uh, the former Alabama player Darius Miles and Michael Davis, they're facing capital merger charges for... Harris's death are also targeted in the lawsuit. So the woman who was killed, Darius Miles, Darius Miles and Michael Davis are the ones facing capital murder charges. Now, although Miller was identified as the person who delivered the gun used in the crime, he was not charged as there was insufficient insufficient evidence to prove he knew it would be used for crime. Okay, I get from a law standpoint, I get that, that you can't prove a connection that by delivering a gun to somebody that it would be used in a crime, but come on. Basketball players needing a fucking gun? What was the reason that Darius or or I should say that Mr. Miles or Mr. Davis, or should I even be that cordial with them? They haven't been convicted yet, though. The evidence is really strong at this point. I would. Hmm. <sighs> well, they will be referring to them, I think, like that in. The courts during the court proceedings during the trial. Oh, no. The defendants, those who are charged, I don't know. I'm learning new things on this show um but yeah you're delivering a gun and you don't know it. now granted yeah you may not know it's going to be used for a crime but the, uh, i would think the possibility is really high but the lawsuit alleges that all three men should have known the potential consequences of their actions now despite this incident Miller had no official repercussions at Alabama. He was a prominent player in college basketball and led Alabama to a top seed in the NCAA tournament. And during the NBA draft process, Miller referred to the incident as a lesson learned. Yeah. Uh, can we say whoever provided you that soundbite needs to come up with something a little bit better than, oh, I learned that if I deliver a, a deadly weapon to somebody that, hmm, there could be some consequences or there could be something deadly that occurs with said web. You don't use a gun for anything else, but for shooting and somehow when it's a handgun, typically if you're taking, if you're using a handgun on a hunting trip, it's because you think you're going to come into, you're going to encounter something much larger than what you're hunting for. And you are it's usually not, you're not bringing a nine or a 45 out with you, especially when you got a 30-06 that you're hunting with. You are bringing something that can bring down a fucking bear or that you could pull really quick that will take down whatever animal it is. Because if you remember that YouTube video, which is kind of hilarious thinking about it, this dude had the wherewithal to pull out his phone to record a mountain lion charging at him. Yeah. Cause that's, that's typical behavior. A fucking mountain lion <clears throat> who, as soon as they grab a hold of you. Yeah. Good luck. Goes, Hey, I'm going to record this and then continue to back away and try to throw rocks or anything. I don't know, but yeah, um, if we saw that the gun was in one hand and the phone was in the other, okay, got that. It's like okay, cool. Dude is uh, hopefully he's calm, and if he recognizes that the mountain lion's coming towards him, go and take him out. But no, didn't see that. Just saw the phone and the cat being like, mm, "I'm if I you give me an opening, I'm fucking tearing you up." So, yeah, the lawsuit alleges that all three men should have known. (sighs) Really? Uh, But, yeah, dude didn't really uh, face any repercussions at Alabama. Still got drafted. Uh, Still got $9 million for being drafted. And um, some could say that his recent showing in the preseason, this incident is still weighing upon him. That's very likely because he ain't shooting that great. He ain't, he's got more turnovers than assists and all that. But, um, yeah, just for anybody out there who is going to deliver a gun to somebody, be like, no, homie, you can go pick up the gun yourself. I ain't delivering shit, which con maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, the two defendants had something on Miller. To cause him to do this, maybe, but I also don't want to give anything to the process, to the defendants defense as in, yeah, well, first they have to listen to the show and I seriously doubt that this show is going to blow up right now to where they'll be able to go like, well, yes, that's right. The defendants did have something on Brandon Miller. Uh, which caused him to have to comply with bringing the firearm because he was embarrassed of the information that they were going to release. Uh, Yeah, why would, why did I do that? Why did I go, "Ah, I didn't, I didn't need to do that. I apologize for giving you an unwarranted sound effect. (laughs) I'm laughing at the, the situation. Anywho, let's move on to the, Major League Baseball, which if you're not a fan of Major League Baseball, you need to become one because it's no longer boring to watch. All the rules that have been implemented over the past couple of years have actually made it an enjoyable sport to watch. Now, currently right now, we've got the LCS going on. The League Championship Series in the American and National League where Houston And Texas, so the Houston Astros, which I despise, and I hope hope they don't make the fucking World Series because they cheated, and they were able to keep their ring for cheating. And I'll never let that go because it was proven, and the punishments to the organization and to the players, well, actually, the players didn't get any because... They got immunity so that they could say, yeah, we cheated. Uh, but everybody else involved didn't get a didn't get really slaps on the wrist, honestly. And, and major thing, they got to keep the fucking championship. So I never want to see Houston in the World Series as long as I live until that is rectified. Um, but they... They are currently leading the series three to two over the Rangers. As of this recording, it was really heart wrenching though because Altuve hit a three run homer off the Rangers' Clover. Clover, yes, closer. After the Astros were down four to two in the top of the ninth, oh, that's hurtful. But a similar thing happened over in Arizona. As I stated before, I'm a fan of the Devil D's. Um, <laughs> that's Diamondbacks in Dallas, everybody, or the Da Bum, bum Dun 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 because you know Arizona Diamondbacks, Dallas Cowboys. Catch up, people. Uh, they were able to pull out um, a great win, six to five, over the Phillies after being down five to three in the bottom of the eighth, and they were able to come back with some timely hitting. They were able to figure out even pitchers who were able to throw the ball hundred miles an hour. They were able to connect and get in the gaps and fucking, well, there was a home run that tied up the game and then an RBI single. I think it was an RBI single or an RBI double scored the winning run. And then in the ninth, the closer, God, you would think as a fan, I would know, but they just got this guy right before literally the playoffs. And, It was about, or before the trading deadline and granted stud because it's right at the chip for the bullpen, but yeah, I don't remember his name. Anywho, they were able to end the game on a strikeout, which is fantastic. Now the series is signed two to two. So we were able to cover the NFL and we were able to cover the NBA we're not going to be able to cover anything else because I have too much fucking news to talk to you about. And I don't have a lot of time to be able to talk to you about it in because why Sage wasn't here to help me out. Or you could you could make the argument if Sage was here, I'd be further into the show because they would have caused a conversation about certain topics, certain things. Would have been great, but I may have not gotten to anything that I've done on preparation for this chaotic show. And then I would have gotten to the show at the end and be like... Why the fuck did I do all this shit if I wasn't going to do it? Well, maybe it gave me confidence. I don't know. Anywho, let's see how quickly we can get through this shit. And (laughs) let me, let me re, let me go back and rephrase all of that. Let's see how back. Wow. This is all live. So I'm not going to cut this and show you that, hey, if you make mistakes, you ain't worthless. Just get back up, swing again shoot again. No, shoot a basketball cuz I know we did talk about guns in this episode. Uh <laughs> for you cuz goddamn, why are you idiots out there? Honestly, come on. We, you common sense. Let's use it. Cuz I know I'll get comments or something like <gasps> you said shooting. You meant a when referencing the gun. So <laughs> fuck off. All right. If I haven't lost you. mm, Yeah. Sage at that point would be like, don't bring that up. Don't put that in their head. You're running this show. You demand. Has Sage ever said that? No, but I I, I would think based off the demeanor. their, Their demeanor. Wow. Okay. Maybe I have to dial in the drinking a bit. Speaking of. Oh, 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 that's a tickle. And, uh, wow. Okay. Got to let that. <laughs> I got to learn that I need to have more sips in between, or I'm going to have one of those moments where you don't take a drink for a while. Then you have the drink. Cause I drink it straight. And then your body goes, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. We're doing this again. Okay. Let's, let's get everything set. So uh, in U S news, the Biden administration's, Main, their ability to be able to communicate with social media firms has been permitted by the Supreme Court to address the online misinformation about COVID-19 and elections. That's the key thing here. Now, this decision does follow previous limitations set by a federal court and a conservative appeals court on such communications. The administration's efforts to or can proceed until the Supreme court does give its final ruling and cause they're listening from, or they're listening to other laws from Florida and Texas that prevent social media platforms from removing posts as well as two more cases about public officials blocking their critics on social media. So that while it didn't make a big talking point this week, is something to, okay, this is going to be the future on how, at least until additional judges get added or replaced, not saying that's going to be anytime soon, but you've heard the discussions of expanding the Supreme court. And well, they, these justices aren't really spring chickens, um, of what they're going to decide, which is going to affect how social media companies deal with this information. Now, Am I on a social media company? Do I use the Twitter? I'm not referring to it as that fucking letter because it's Twitter. Because you can say, hey, this is X, formerly known as Twitter. They deleted a tweet. It's like, okay, so you're going to reference what the fuck they did, but you're not going to reference the actual name, which I get if you're a news organization, you have to do that. But fuck that. It's still Twitter to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think anybody except Musk is going to have a fucking problem with that. Of course, I have to get fucking big to be able to do that. And then I'll probably talk to the dude and be like, hey, you know what? Okay, here's my point of view on it. Here's this. And then he'll give me like, hey, here's my reasoning for why it's X. And be like, oh, okay. All right. That's a sound point. Thus showing I don't just say I'm open to hearing or to be able to have my viewpoint changed. It's actually... It would be in action. Yes. Moving on to the next story. Why am I starting to get all sensual now? Like I'm some late night host playing or doing requests for love songs of people who have gone like, I, I saw this girl and I just wanted to know she's always on my mind. And I hope we get back together. And then they the host is like internally going, nah ain't fucking happening. Hey, but Hey, we're going to play that song for you and we'll be back. Mike goes off. What the fuck? That dude's delusional or girl could be that too. Oh, a woman. Yes. Guy, girl. Well, yeah, guy, girl, lady, man, no man, woman. Lady, gentlemen, that's the other one. Moving on. Oh, yeah, let's bring back something that, you know, is not a thing yet, but we've started to do it. Bad transition. Former President Donald Trump has been fined a massive $5,000 for breaking a gag order against disparaging court staff during a civil fraud trial. So he was told, hey, look, you shouldn't do this. You got like, seriously, a fine of 50 grand or 50 grand. No, that was in the NFL uh, because of a player getting mad at doctors going, hey, you're concussed. You can't play anymore. And the dude got fucking mad at him. Like, seriously, dude. And also for 50 grand, come on, NFL. You need to start setting percentages. That's going to, well, shit, that should be applied across all fines. A percentage of what you make if you're, Wow, I am not going to get to any fucking stories <laughs> this week. Well, you're going to hear all this stuff maybe next week, maybe never. God damn it. I apologize if you tuned into the show to be like, at least there's somebody who's going to give me a rundown of the news stories of the week. Well, this well, it's the disorderly show. You shouldn't expect the expected. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that is... That is not me. I just thought that would be funny at the end. Uh, which, if you are in the, if you've been drinking as much as I am, you've much as I have, not ham. Though, does ham sound good right about now? Mm, maybe. Uh, then you probably laughed at that. If you were still sober as a stone, then maybe not. Which. Maybe if you're listening to the show, you're shit. Sure. No, I'm not advocating drinking. Don't don't pick it up to go like uh the only way I can experience Pink Floyd for real is to get high. It's like, no, just experience the music as it is. You don't have to experience me if you're drinking or in other state of mind. But if you are, hey, that's your decision to do with, which I would be receptive to hearing if that's the case for you. Uh, but, uh, so this is because this dude has so many trials going on. This was for, this was in the one in New York where he's been accused of illegally exaggerating his net worth. And New York's is, and New York's is, yes, New York is seeking a minimum of 250 million in fines and a permanent prohibition on him and his sons from operating businesses in New York. Well, that's not going to happen. Not saying there won't be any more Trump tower or whatnot. He may get convicted or whatnot, but. With their knowledge, they're just going to be consultants. They're not going to operate businesses in New York. They'll be right next to it. They'll be in New Jersey and they will be consultants for businesses in New York you know, be a proxy sort of thing, which from what I heard, it may be exactly what Trump wants. He wants to be a mob type, type of boss. So, but that was all when he was a president, when there was a ton of shit coming out on not only the shit he was doing, but also everyone else having an opinion, a viewpoint, a, Hey, here's another story. It's Like Jesus Christ, give me a sec to breathe. Um, Moving on. Still looking at the Congress, though. Hey, did you know we still don't have a Speaker of the House? Yeah. After they kicked out, oh, Kevin McCarthy, Republicans are not on the same page, which is surprising because you would think the Democrats would be the ones who would be that. Anyway, in a private meeting, they voted one twelve to eighty six to say, "Look, Jim Jordan needs to stop trying to becoming. He needs to stop trying to become the Speaker." We, somebody else needs to come up with this. So Republicans have said, Jordan, do not try again. We're going to try for somebody else. Now, um, here's something in California that is disturbing. The article starts off with an unhoused man. I don't care how nice you want to make the language, what we come up with we need to stick with. The reason being is because it shows exactly what's going on. An unhoused man sounds very softer than someone who is homeless. Because when you say, hey, I'm homeless, that invokes a need to help you. If you say, oh, that's an unhoused person. Oh, that doesn't sound bad at all. Okay. I don't need to help. Now, for some of you who got there, well, I'm going to help them because they're unhoused. Like, okay, uh, 10 people, if there's 10 people and they hear that, two people go and help, guess what? Eight ain't going to. So while those two people may be loud as fuck, the numbers are eight people still aren't. But if you reverse that and go, hey, this homeless person needs help, 10, eight people are going to help and two people will be like, well, no, they're unhoused. It's like, oh, really? We're going to stand here on the fucking verbiage? instead of the action that, that irked me. Um, but he, this person, Adam Moore has been living opposite a Catholic grade school in San Francisco for over two years. While, yeah, over two years, he was able to display a sign that said free fentanyl for new users. Now, this person is a convicted convicted sex offender and, uh, They are listed on Megan's law's website for offenses with a minor. They claim that the drugs were for exchanges for goods and that he didn't use them. So he's like, Hey, somebody gave me fentanyl. If you want to try it, give me like blankets and shit. Now this Catholic, now they, uh, not only was that in fucking issue, but it's a He was living across the street, a Catholic grade school. But the police, even when they arrested him, said, eh, he's not a high risk offender. So he's not bound to stay 2000 feet away from school. I'm not a fan of that. I think if you get, if you get convicted for a sex offender crime, yeah, that's it no longer near schools, no longer near these areas, because if you already, if you already convinced yourself that it was okay to do these sexual things with a minor. Yeah, there, there's, it's just, that's, that is a decision that there's nothing coming back from. Yeah. But in my, my point of view, no, I get there's different levels of murder because there's intent and then there's not intent, which by the way, uh, prosecutors are going after Alec Baldwin again, um, to charge him for the death of that. Fuck. Was it a producer? I don't, I don't want to seem insensitive. Um, I don't think it was a producer, the cinematographer. That's right cinematographer, uh, for their, for the shooting. So they had dropped it earlier, but now they're coming back again against them for that. Um, so when you, if it's unintentional or intentional, there's certain levels, but when it comes to sex offender ism, there should only be one level. And if, if you, and if you did it, if you're convicted of it, cool. You are you. That's where the separation of society should be. Not fuck. Not who. <laughs> yeah, as I said earlier about straight people and the alphabet community and how they. Uh, why? Why do we separate them? It's just a preference. That's all it fucking is. You can have a good time with other people. It doesn't need to be like, hey, we all need to be in our own separate bars. It's like, no, we can all just be chilled out. And if somebody goes, hey, look, I'm gay. I'm not like that. It's like, oh, okay. All right. Again, plan of action, tolerance, intent, shit you need to take away from. There will be a quiz, motherfuckers. At what point? I don't know. See, that's where you need to take notes on these shows because you don't know when I'm going to offer something. First, I have lots of money to be able to do that. But hey, they could show up at some point. And, though, and for you loyal listeners in Brussels and uh, Ashburn, then, uh, yeah, hopefully you'll win. Because I'm not going to say because you listen the longest you'll get to. It's like, no, it's random chance. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to get that good news story about random chance and death. Uh, but we are coming close to it. And I, I want to have enough time to be able to talk about the Medal of Honor recipient. Because good God. I won't be able to do this every week because it'll sound repetitive. Oh, he's talking about relationship again. He's talking about this and intent and talent. Now those are good things to keep bringing up, but goddamn, there is a lot of things that happened during this week. And who knows? I might just start the next show. Like everything you missed from last week, because it's my show and it's the disorderly show. It's appropriately named. Um, but yeah, so despite this and do the sign and camping on the sidewalks, authorities moved him from his spot and he declined shelter offering. Who, who was offering him? Shelter? Oh, God damn it. Um, so he was then later arrested for misdemeanor battery after a parent was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then there was an altercation, didn't take the parent into it, took, uh, into custody, took him into custody, and he's uh, on a probation violation, uh, but then was later released on a medical issue. So congrats, California. Another thing about California, and I swear to God, we're going to get to some good news, I swear, um, this motherfucker, the governor, is heading off to China to explore climate partnerships. And which is, you, you scratch your head and go like, wait, what for one, why are you going to China about climate partnerships when climate, when China doesn't give a fuck about that? Secondly, didn't we cover a story on this very show where there was a Chinese, there was an illegal Chinese lab operating and forgive me for not remembering the fucking city but they were doing all sorts of illegal shit with rats, and we have no idea if those rats escaped, and they're going to cause some fucking issues later on down the road, you know, because, you know, Black Plague did happen. Um, And then in that story, the city was all, hey, state, help us out. And the state was like, "Yeah, you got this. It was like, no, a city is not equipped t- to deal with an illegal lab. You dumbasses. Anyway, going off to that, so yeah, this, uh, and and I got to say, on one hand, it's like, what the fuck, this dude is just gearing up to uh, run for election after uh, after this one, 2028, he's gearing up for that, uh, that's what's going on. So, I do know I'm coming up on it, and there's a lot of things I did want to go to, but I do want to bring up some good news because there's no way I'm going to transition from all that shittiness into talking about the medal of honor recipient. And that's just a, that is a terrible transition. Not a bad one. It's a terrible one. So in the good news. So you probably saw this video. If you haven't, you need to, there was a Groves, pecan festival in texas and during that festival a carnival worker heroically hung 30 feet in the air to make sure a little girl didn't fall because of a ride malfunction so this video showed the worker struggling to close the ride's open door with the girl inside eventually managing to secure it with his foot as the ride began to descend now this incident which lasted two to three minutes. When if you're up in the fucking air for that long, it seems way longer than just a couple minutes. And I'm sure everybody watching was like, how long was that? Oh, that's not even five minutes. It's like, fuck it felt like it. Uh, that incident was caused by a sudden wind gust that lifted the ride compartment, causing it to rotate and become stuck in the air. What type of fucking ride? (laughs) (laughs) can have that happen with a wind gust. Granted, I'm sure these carnival rides are not tested by wind, but there is that other YouTube video where there's, there is that circular ride and it started to lift itself off the fucking ground. And everyone's like, um, they're looking at it. But then a few people who are like, we know what to do. And they started getting on the ride to counterbalance the weight. And then everybody else as a mom mentality does, runs up and gets on it and then is able to stabilize the ride. Uh, yeah. Well, needless to say, I ain't trying shit out at a carnival ride where my feet leave the ground. Uh, and transitioning over to, cause I did talk about a car and death. A um, so there was a woman, Diane Sweeney, who, passed away and she had an interesting last wish. She wanted to raffle off her VW bug or sorry, her VW beetle to whoever attended her funeral. Um, so she shared her plan with her nephew because she didn't have any kids and, um, she wanted the card basically to be raffled off. And so uh, her nephew and his cousin publicized the unique event and what a shocker you're giving away free shit. People are going to show up. So the funeral was packed and family members got to, got to convey the type of person Diane was. And there was this young girl who attended and, who is from El Reno, Oklahoma I mean the Reno come on uh, at least if you were at least if you were gonna do that because Reno's the biggest little city in the world, why don't you make it like the Spanish word for little I think it's like Paquito like Paquito Reno would be would be a better apt name unless El Reno is bigger than Reno, which uh, I don't think it would be. Because that would be a thing that they would use for their tourist attraction. Anywho. So this young girl attended the funeral. And um, even though the raffle's legal processes took over a year, when everything was settled, uh, her name was drawn. And she won the 2016 Beetle. And, which is Which the nephew was very happy that she won. That was was, he said it was the right person to win it because it was a a woman, a young woman, starting her adult life. And I'm thinking of this going. That's awesome. That is a that's a unique way to have a funeral. But also the story behind that (laughs) that car that girl is going to tell. I got it from a dead lady. It's like oh. You want to talk about an icebreaker. Uh, Speaking of icebreakers, which has nothing to do with this. um, Researchers from the Chalmers University of Technology in Sweden. Where some ladies are. Which, okay. Yeah. uh, Hopefully I can get to this real quick. Um, People are in Sweden. Y'all look model-ish does it get boring looking at all that beauty or even the landscape even the landscape is is picturesque does it look at that boring every day to to, or do you get re uh revigor no huh um is it the tourism that helps you appreciate the beauty even more because there's those are the people who come in and be like, we never get to see this. Your country is totally beautiful, but if you live in it every day, like I was saying earlier about hot women who are just looking at themselves going, I'm not hot. It's like, yeah, are you, how do you not think this? Um, anywho they developed an innovative method to recycle electronic vehicle batteries, enabling the recovery of 100% of the aluminum and 98% of the lithium. So this process also effectively recycles valuable metals like nickel, cobalt, and magnesium. And instead of using expensive or harmful chemicals, this new method employs acid that I can't pronounce, Which, but it's an organic compound found in plants like rhubarb and spinach. So I don't know if that's going to have any hindrance on the lithium mine that they found in, or the lithium deposit they haven't mined yet. In New Mexico, not New Mexico, Nevada, the other (laughs) end state. Um, If that's going to diminish how much is worth there, but mm, probably not. Now I know we are getting to the limit of the time because there's only so much you can listen to me on. And I understand that. Can I keep going? Probably. But the problem is I'm seeing here, I'm getting low. On the, what should I call it, liquidation, uh, the sustenance, liquid courage. I don't need any courage to do this fucking show, because it's my show, and I have courage. Uh, but we are going to talk about, because I want to give myself enough time, so that I don't run over. So, do apologize. Well, no, no, I'm not going to apologize. This is a disorderly show. This shit happens. I'm going to talk about anything and everything I want to talk about this week, because Sage wasn't here. It was like a, a kid without supervision. Ha <laughs> Did what I wanted to, talked about what I wanted to talk about. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to cover the stuff that has occurred over this uh, over this past week. At a point, I will uh, be able to bring it up. Who knows? This next week. May give more clarification on some of the news stories that happened this week, so there could be updates. Think positively, silver lining, all of that. But tonight we're going to be talking about with the medal of Medal of Honor recipient, David G. Bolivia. Bolivia, I believe it's Bolivia. I apologize if I mispronounced that. He was in the third platoon. Alpha Company, 2nd Battalion, 2nd Infantry Regiment, 3rd Brigade Combat Team, 1st Infantry Division with the U.S. Army. He was a Staff Sergeant, and he was in the War on Terrorism in Iraq. The Medal of Honor Action Date occurred on November 10th, 2004, and this happened in Fallujah, Iraq. Staff Sergeant David G. Bolivia distinguished himself by acts of gallantry and intrepidity above and beyond the call of duty on November 10, 2004, while serving as a squad leader in support of Operation Phantom Fury in Fallujah, Iraq. While clearing a house, a squad from Staff Sergeant Bolivia's platoon became trapped within a room by intense enemy fire coming from a fortified position under the stairs leading to the second floor. Recognizing the immediate severity of the situation and with disregard for his own safety, Staff Sergeant Belivia retrieved an automatic weapon and entered the doorway of the house to engage the insurgents. With enemy rounds impacting around him, Staff Sergeant Belivia fired at the enemy position at a cyclic rate, providing covering fire that allowed the squad to break contact and exit the house. A Bradley fighting vehicle was brought forward to suppress the enemy. However, due to the high wall surrounding the house, it could not fire directly at the enemy position. Staff Sergeant Bolivia then re-entered the house and again came under intense enemy fire. He observed an enemy insurgent preparing to launch a rocket-prepared grenade at his platoon and recognizing the grave danger the grenade posed to his fellow soldiers, Staff Sergeant Bolivia assaulted the enemy position, killing one insurgent and wounding another who ran to a different part of the house. Staff Sergeant Bolivia, Bolivia, recognizing, apologies, let me redo that. Recognizing the, uh, nope, not there. Staff Sergeant Bolivia, realizing he had an uncleared, darkened room to his back, moved to clear it as he entered an insurgent came down the stairs firing at him simultaneously the previously wounded insurgent reemerged and engaged staff sergeant belivia he entered staff sergeant belivia entering further into the darker room in, into the darkened room returned firing and eliminated both insurgents staff sergeant belivia then received enemy fire from another insurgent emerging from a closet in the darkened room exchanging gunfire staff sergeant belivia pursued the enemy up the stairs and eliminated him now on the second floor staff sergeant belivia moved to a door that opened onto the roof and at this point a fifth insurgent leapt from the third floor roof onto the second floor roof Staff Sergeant Bolivia engaged the insurgent through a window, wounding him in the back and legs and caused him to fall off the roof. Acting on instinct to save the members of his platoon from an immediate threat, Staff Sergeant Bolivia ultimately cleared an entire enemy-filled house, destroyed four insurgents and badly wounded a fifth. Staff Sergeant Bolivia's bravery, complete disregard for his own safety and unselfish and courageous actions are in keeping with the finest traditions of military service and reflect great credit upon himself and the United States. Wow. If you couldn't picture that in your mind's eye of a home, which is more than likely a clay home in Iraq, where one soldier who saw the immediate threat to his other fellow soldiers who he had personal relationships with and didn't want to see any harm come to them, take it upon himself to put himself in danger and clear that house. This is why I'm advocating for anybody to go to Hollywood and be like, or to any of the fucking studios and be like, look, make these stories, make it into a series. We have the ability to reflect exactly what happened to show what they did. And this wouldn't be any, well, you know, Hollywood took some liberties. No, they didn't. They didn't. Because we can, the citation depicts exactly what had happened. And you can get experts, you can help they can help you fill in the gaps of like, okay, this is how the scene would look, this is what it would this is how the soldiers would be feeling, this is how uh, the time of day, all of that shit. but you would then be able to watch all of these things repeatedly to then be able to go I know who Staff Sergeant David G. Bolivia is. And I do hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's what I was told by the internet. Um, if I haven't, then I will gladly redo this. Um, who knows? I may just take this whole thing down, re-edit it, put it back up and post it and just go, hey, I fucked this up. And I'm not going to have it just sit out there and be like, well, I hope they listen to the next shows and hear my apologies. Fuck that. If you can change something and fix it, then fix it. Well, I guess you didn't think I could do this show on my own. Well, I still haven't found a way to do this. The outro, right? I still haven't. Um, Thank you all for listening to the disorderly show with only me face radio here with you. The musical stylings, as always, until I'm told not to, has been brought to you by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. You need to go to YouTube and you check out his shit because, oh, it is good, good stuff. And the only copyright-free metal music that I've been able to found. Sure, there's other things out there, but hey, when you come across good shit, you tend not to go anywhere else. You tend to just, hey... This is, this is my jam and well, this show is my jam and maybe that's part of my, cause I've, I've signed off on the show selfishly every time. Should I make this a thing? Maybe this whole show is just for me anyway, but I do appreciate everybody who's been listening and supporting. I guess listening is supporting. And whenever I get the Patreon up, you throw a couple bucks my way. So then. Maybe you can see yourself going. Hey, you know what? You can do this every single week, especially now that John Stewart is no longer working for Apple because he wanted to call out China and AI, and Apple was like, oh, "Hey, hey, hey, uh, no, because we make our, our our shit in China, so you know, don't don't anger them. It it makes it makes our profit." Godly. And he was like, yeah, not going to do that. So wherever he lands, don't know, but I'm not saying I'm on his level. But um, at least for some of you out there, I'm a fresh voice. You could even say I get a voice that could make a Wolverine purr.